This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we talk about the white privilege of Steven Universe. Don't worry, nobody's canceled. Masculinity on Insecure. We drag the fuck out of people we know. China is legit wildin'. And to vote or nah. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Oh my god. Hey girl. Hey. What's up? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I feel so professional. I'm sitting in a director's chair and uh, I just feel in charge of things. (laughs) You know, I feel like the world is mine. I'm conducting this podcast. Okay. I'm ready to podcast. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. Yes. All right. Welcome Welcome to to Tea with with Queen and Jay. Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Ew. All right. Cathartic. That was good. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to start like breathing in and out before I do that just to really get that whole thing in gotcha um you kiki got, is in the got, background laughing owl, i feel like you can hear the rituals? laughter it's cool what owl with your rules yeah okay. owl, you know it's good it's good no okay. kiki you, you can laugh it's fine kiki um, do you love me <laughs> are you writing <laughs> okay if you would like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast you can do so by using our hashtag hashtag t with qj you can use it on instagram twitter facebook all of the social media, you can even tag it on a wall. Just let the world know T with Queen and J exists. And you can also use the hashtag pod in to let other people in the world know that you are listening to our podcast. Yes. Did I ask you how you're doing? We did that. We did? I wasn't sure. Did we say yeah. how you doing? Was like, how you what's doing? up? Oh, oh. I, to me, what's up means how you doing. So I was like, oh, oh you good? I'm good. Okay, you good. I'm good. All right, because that's also what that means. <laughs> you, you good? It means yeah. a million different things. Mm-hmm. All right. Quick thanks to Josh, aka Phase Funk on Instagram of Talking Shit Podcast for helping us record. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that. Be sure to check out Talking Shit Podcast. He's currently also one half of Kinks with Kiki Podcast. So yes. be sure to check that out too. And libations to this peanut butter and peanut jelly sandwich butter, it was that really he broke good. us up with on the a multi grain whole wheat Dude. bread. So he we getting to, our fiber. He making sure we shit. Yes, I'm excited. He tried to kill me with that cherry preserves because <laughs> I'm allergic to that. Um, but he fixed it. I didn't gotta, die. Got to destroy my preserves. throat. Didn't itch or close up. So and here we, we are. And you're gonna have a healthy shit later today. I am. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Josh. Can you tell us what libations are? Yes, libations are when we pour some for the people, places, and things that give us black joy. You know, pour some for the homies, the ancestors, all that good shit. And this is where we do that. That's right. So my libations this week are... I'm going to ride on your libations. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. I wanted to give another libations to our Black Baddie Brigade. Yes. Our podcast homegirls, our podcast sister friends, our podcast homies. Um, We talked last week about our trip to Syracuse. Mm -hmm. We went to visit Queer Walk Podcast as they were, and Diamond Styles, they were doing Queering the Airwaves at Syracuse University. Yeah. And last week we talked about like a lot of the racist shit that we experienced that weekend. And I just really wanted to like take a specific moment to 
just libate like the good times that we had. Yeah, we did, we did have, have, we did enjoy each yes, other. Yes, we, we had enjoyed a great each other's time company. with each other. We laughed together. We talked about a lot of shit. We talked general stuff. We talked podcast stuff. Whenever we get together, we're always talking about ways in which we can improve one another's podcast. Exactly. And just like sister girl stuff. And it's really, we feel safe with mm-hmm. one another, which is super important. Yeah. And even though we experienced a lot of racist shit, it was helpful and loving to and have. good to do it together. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of, I would say that it brought us closer, some mm-hmm. of the things that we went through. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know for me, right? when people fight with me, that means you love me. Well, like when, when we have fights when together, we get together for other to people, fight others. people when yes. we band together I was like, oh, to that's fight love. things. Yeah. You were jumping that fight for me? Right, right. Tingly. Yeah, so we we uh we fought together <laughs> against others, actual fighting. Yes. Um we fought racism mm-hmm. on the corporate level by yeah. talking to management a few times. Yeah. And then just like being close and like protecting each other and laughing together, like going mm-hmm. to And then being able to podcast vent which is important this is is not always perfect Mm -hmm. so that was really good and helpful too yeah no i love that and being at harriet tubman's grave together and like laughing yes like telling jokes and laughing Mm -hmm. and having our moments of silence and not feeling weird exactly and just feeling safe and protected and really being able to take it in with people who we feel safe with Mm -hmm. was fucking dope so libations to Inner Hall Uprising, yes. Libations to Diamond Styles and Marsha's Plate Podcast, Libations to Queer Walk Podcast, and all of our homies, yo, all yeah. of our extended podcast family who yeah. wasn't there. But like, we really are thankful to have the support system that we have. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, we would be able to do this without you, but <laughs> not like this. Yeah, it feels good with you here. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Not, not like this. So, yeah. So, that's that's one of my libations. Oh, you're, you're piggybacking on that libation. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I have a next libation. And I'm piggybacking on Because, <laughs> <laughs> girl. <laughs> Yo. So, yeah. all right. So, last week. So, you all have kind of been hanging in there with us as we deal with a lot of transition with, like, where we record, how we record, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. If you've been following us on social media, you've yeah. seen that we've been kind of dealing with some challenges. Yeah. So, last week, we were displaced from our studio. So, so we had to, in the middle of the night, find another place, place to, to record, record, travel to that place, record at that place, travel to, to Queen's house to edit, edit. which we never do. Mm-hmm. Um, we, it was fine, but it was just, this is extra time, the traveling. And so by the time we started editing, it was super late. We were tired. We were fucking exhausted. As fuck. So I just wanted to give a libation to anybody who listened to that first edit <laughs> of the episode. Like, we had to edit it twice. We edited it once, we released it, and then, um, because I ain't got no job, I, I was able, I had time to listen to the episode again. I was uh-huh. like, oh, there's a whole entire burp in this episode that was not, <laughs> not edited out, out, among other things. Like, yeah. so, yeah, so libations to everybody who listened to that. Libations to everybody who listened to that and who are li- who's listening to this who right came now. Who came said, back. You know what? They sound tired it's cool mm-hmm. i'm gonna listen to this episode yes. this next episode i'm gonna rock with them yes so libations to you thank you i would like to personally issue an apology for <laughs> all who listened to that burp um it was that really is healthy not, burp. it was that is not what queen and jay stand for i do burp on the podcast and we edit we it burp out a lot. we burp all the time and we, we edit, edit that them shit out. out because none of you deserve that and i don't mm-hmm. want anyone to think that we're so callous that we think it's okay to burp in your fucking ear so my sincerest apologies <laughs> 
and um thank you again we will be on better burp alert we will going we will and we're getting our studio shit is getting better we're also investing in our own equipment Mm -hmm. which we were we used to record in my apartment on not good equipment and so now we're going to get our equipment game together, together so then we can um, start doing yeah that. also libations to jonathan mena he like sent me a bunch of tips like yeah, oh you can do this, this and, and you can use that, this that or whatever that. yeah yeah so definitely libations to him and thank you so he's always been super supportive yep. of our podcast so thank you for that so we're getting it together mm-hmm. no more burps all right on on yeah. no more burps like on like on the, the podcast yeah we will yeah. take we will all be of burping though but I'll, I'll edit it out burping now you burping now yeah. okay <laughs> do you want to tell the people about donations yes so donations you can donate to tea with queen and jay and those donations help to progress this podcast and sustain this podcast there are two ways to donate to um tea with queen and jay two the first way is monetarily and you can go to our website tea with queen and com, and there's where we have two options oh that was cute um those options are one our paypal that is where you can put however much you want how many times you want there is no commitment there our other option is our patreon and that is where we're asking for a little bit more commitment um that is something that is deducted from your account monthly we're only asking for two dollars a fucking month right that's 24 dollars a year that's less than a monthly metro card in the nyc it is a lot less a lot less mm-hmm. so um you can give more or less of course we'll give you that choice but that is what we're asking for and those are the ways you can donate monetarily there are ways that you can donate without money and that is by sharing this podcast yes. telling your friend about this podcast mm-hmm. rating reviewing this podcast those are the non-monetary ways that you can That's donate right. to tea with donate queen your fucking time, donate your thoughts donate your energy to yes. like spreading the word about this podcast mm-hmm. and it really matters yo it does we appreciate that shit so this week we have donations libations for carla she is our new patreon subscriber thank you so much Thanks, carla. carla. we appreciate you and then on paypal natalia and ray broke us off on the paypal so thank you so much forgive me if your name is raya i want to throw that option out there too thank you also okay all right okay so so i'm just a quick event announcement so base vixen first fridays has been postponed there was just some things that just wasn't working out correctly so i'm just going to rework it and revisit it and i will let everybody know when the thing is coming everyone who has bought a ticket you have been refunded i don't be stealing money we don't do that there are no con cons here none of that this is not you have gotten your money back and i actually emailed everyone personally yesterday um so you got a sweet email and your money back um look at that customer service look don't be playing with my money so i'm going to play with other people's fucking hey, money so yes that. but i'll keep everyone posted right so the next event for tv queen and jay where you can come and hang out with us and spend time with us and meet us is at our live show mm-hmm. which is coming up december 10th oh my god i'm so excited i know me too yo i already know what i'm paying somewhere so that's gonna be uh december 10th that is a monday night in nyc so be sure that you get your get the babysitter leave work early go to work late whatever get the dog walker feed your fucking cat all of that that. shit you supposed to do yeah whatever you got to do to come spend time with us we would love to see you there'll be more information about tickets and all that good shit coming up soon but we just wanted to give you a heads up in terms of dates and all that stuff so you can save the date libations to people who are already like booking flights and like planning trips around this live show you make us feel amazing Yo, yo, for little old me. Absolutely, Girl. yeah. And yeah. if you have questions about anything, yeah, hit you can, us up. Like, yeah, definitely hit us up about yeah. you know with questions on like if you want to like plan your trip or some shit. Yeah, we have had people hit us up, and we're like been, mm-hmm. been very helpful with that. So. Yep. So please reach out. Mm-hmm. 
All right. You ready yes. to get into the show? Yes, let's get into the show. All right. Hi. Hey, so day. What kind of tea are you drinking? Sorry, you called me day. I was like, Jay? Okay. Oh, I was like, hey, Jay. Hi. What kind of tea? What kind um, of tea? I'm drinking, drinking water. Because mm-hmm. it keeps the haters away. It keeps the haters away. And I drank coffee earlier. And by the time I got to where we are, I didn't want any tea. I oh. felt like I had climbed the mountains and the hills and the valleys. And it was just too late for tea. Okay. All right. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am not drinking anything. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't feel like drinking. I actually forgot. <laughs> well here we are here yeah we are. all right cool what are your pronouns she and her what are your pronouns she her they them mm-hmm. and what are you affirming for yourself this week i'm affirming that i'm a bad bitch i'm affirming that i'm enough and i'm affirming that i will be self-employed financially abundant without trauma mm. Those are my affirmations. I like that shit. Yeah. So, Jay, what are your affirmations? My affirmations. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm, as always, that I am not a lady. Just like for, for new listeners, just so that you know, Jay is not a lady. So when you, like, hit us up on social media and stuff like that. No. Um, hey, ladies. Right. Okay, we don't want that. Yeah. Hi, you two. Or hi, Queen and Jay. It's perfectly fine. Hey, womanist. Yeah. Hey, race nerds. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. All those things are cool. We're not ladies um, because I'm not a lady. So I would love for that not to be a thing that we do together. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yes. I also affirm that I am rested. I am organized because that's what I'm trying to be. Affirm it. Make it happen. That's right. That's right. I'm financially wealthy without trauma. I am healthy and um, I'm having mad sex, yo. Oh, you're affirming that. I'm affirming oh, that. Oh, yes. so you are? No. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't aware. No, I'm affirming that because I'm not having mad sex. And I feel like I should, the amount of sex I should be having is mad. I should be having mad sex. So I feel like I'm not having enough sex either. Mm. But I like a lot of sex. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, as a poly person, this is what I'm saying. There should be doing? more yeah. penises and vaginas. But Right. You thinking of adding additional parties to the rotation? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I like your stories. <laughs> I, I await them. <laughs> All right. Annoying. Cool. So. Yes. We got some T-mail. We do have T-mail. Yeah, we got some T-mail from a listener, Justin. Hey, the homie Justin. Justin. I like how, how you was doing? about to act like you don't know who Justin is. You said a listener. Well, he is a listener. Oh, that's true. He is also a listener. <laughs> hey, Justin. Justin does three-fifths podcast. Be sure to check that out. It's fifths, like one, two, three, four. Fifth. F-I-F. F-I-F. Yes. So be sure to check that out. Um. You want me to read it? You want to read it? Um, you go read it. Okay. Justin says, Hey, Queen. Hey, Jay. Hope all is well with y'all as you wrap up the year. Yo, this has been a long year. It has. Right? It's been a good year. It has. It has. We've done a lot. Um, yes, so I'm excited about this last quarter. Uh-huh. So thank you, Justin. Yes, it's been great. You've both expressed mixed feelings about this season of Insecure, and I wanted to see how you felt about the season and the show as a whole. One thing I appreciate about this show is how it allows the women in the show to grow outside of their relationships and how their, meaning Molly and Issa's, interactions with men are mainly used to showcase their growth and not be a catalyst for it. A lesser show would have had Molly's interactions with Andrew be the reason that she starts to course correct. But it was her fighting with Issa. It's a nice flip from shows 
that only allow women to grow due to their proximity to men. Oh, last thing. I was having a discussion with a friend about Lawrence. I don't think he needs to be on the show anymore. His arc is done. He only exists as a foil to Issa. And if he's decided that he's not going to date her, he kind of has no point on the show. Any arc exploring the emoji quote, black male experience and emoji quote can be, was there quotes there or he wrote that? That copied and pasted. He wrote that shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> any arc exploring the emoji quote black male experience and emoji quote can be filled with any other plug and play nigga. Oh, okay, Justin. What do y'all think? This letter was longer than I expected and now I'm just rambling, so I'm gonna go. Love the show. Y'all are brilliant and dope and I wish nothing but the best for you. Seriously, y'all are so important to so many people. Thank you, Justin. Okay, I lied. This really, really is the last thing. Queen, have you met Bismuth yet or did you give up on Steven Universe? Steven, why did you sign this Steven? <laughs> <I did> <laughs> What? I put I meant to put Justin. I put Steven. <laughs> because I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Thank you, Justin. I don't for know this. people's names. Thank I'm you for this letter, that. Justin, who we actually know personally. Yes. I don't know okay. why I put Steven. Alright, so you can start. I did that confidently. Steven. I know you did. That's why I read it like that. That's why I thought it was a joke. What is this? Oh God. All right. Oh, you guys, what do you think? Um, okay, so I'm gonna start. Let's get Steven with, Universe yeah, I'm out, out the way. way so Steven Universe, I haven't got to Bismuth. I haven't been watching it lately because I haven't had time. Kiki is in the background outraged. And I still hate Steven. Okay. He still gets on my nerves. Tell the people he reminds why. Me Did of we a, talk about this on the show yet? No. Okay. He reminds me of a privileged white man who just goes around the world doing whatever the fuck he wants. Right. Like, no. You're like fucking with universes and realms and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, sit the fuck down mm-hmm. and shut the fuck up and listen right. to these women. Which, uh, which drives me crazy. Yeah. I don't, I don't take him in as... Um, His dad is white. Right. That's true. That's true. What I was about to say, <laughs> if you'd give me a moment, um, I take him in as like a light skinned person, like a white passing kid, like with privilege, but he's, he's brown, but he is he passing and he lives and walks with that privilege and that foolishness. Down. Garnet told you not to do that shit, right? Whoa. So don't do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess it wouldn't be a show, but like, gosh, right. it gets on my nerves. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, all right. So then I'll go into how I feel about Insecure right okay. now. So I thought the season was okay. I feel like we spent too much time on Daniel and his shenanigans. I don't care about that motherfucker. Nobody cares about No one about cares. Daniel. He was just dick. We Nobody spent wants so to... many episodes on Daniel. And he I know... He was just dick. Yeah. Just re- like real quick, we probably... We might do some spoilers. So just a heads up for anybody who hasn't oh, finished. Okay. What is it? Season three guess, that just happened? I guess, I guess this is for people who don't have HBO. Yeah, so we're going to, like, mm-hmm. spoil it for the next few minutes. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I felt I know that they were trying to explore toxic masculinity, which I feel like they could have still done by giving me more exciting episodes without Daniel. I was really... He was boring. He Damn. was uninteresting. Damn. And all of that shit that we did with him, that could have been packed into one episode. So Deadass. Could have been one episode. And honestly, I'm not trying to get to know the dick. Like, he was just dick. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to make the dick three-dimensional characters right. now. What the fuck? Right. That, that was boring. Three-dimensional characters for the dick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. Um, okay. Yeah, so that was boring and annoying. Very. 
then we got nathan finally mm-hmm. but and that was refreshing but that came like mad late in the game i feel like that should have happened there sooner yeah yeah i enjoyed nathan he was cute i liked their vibe together um i thought all that stuff was really interesting and cool and i enjoyed watching Issa's, Issa's progression throughout the, the show and the stuff that you mentioned about molly and like catalyst for change being her the dialogue that she had with yeah Issa. that's true because it could have easily been like dumbass napoli never after and like oh, the guy gosh. been the catalyst of like right everything or any any movie and get this the guy together. is the catalyst yeah, for some shit like, yeah so that. that that was refreshing um i like nathan so do we still need lawrence this is why i think we still need lawrence I wanna, yeah because i okay. think we still do too right because all right so daniel was a waste of all of our time all of we it. spent too many episodes on him nathan is fantastic and refreshing and we're starting to explore what looked to be some mental health issues mm-hmm. which i think is great as a person who deals with mental health stuff and i know a lot of us do i think it's great that this is being explored in like relationship dynamics and shit yeah and then you know maybe sometimes the motherfucker you're fucking with has an, an issue right yeah that too um however mm-hmm. as a bitch who deals with mental health issues right or any number of shit i personally i do like television as escapism mm-hmm. so i do need something that's just light and cute and something i can take in right yeah um pun intended lawrence <laughs> i feel like lawrence it this this season he's cute yes. he's fun yep. he's living his best life mm-hmm. he got his little std he got that taken care of his, his std brought him to jesus Hello. i didn't know that's how community right. worked he's not going through no major life traumas mm-hmm. though yeah you know exactly what I'm saying? and i feel like a character like him especially since we already know him he's cute mm-hmm. we have history with him it's nice to see him on this side of life yeah i appreciate his presence on the show i personally would love to see him and Issa back together I but do too. i don't know what else the show would be about if they did that Mm -hmm. but i do like i like him around Mm -hmm. and i like that when he's around i get to see his friends because i think they're funny because his friends are good which Um, i I see them just the right amount of time i don't need to spend a lot of time with those dudes mm -hmm. but i like that like they're around they're funny i know lawrence character makes me feel good like when i saw him on the screen i was like oh yes lawrence is back and although that um you know his fuck shit i didn't fuck with that either Mm -hmm. and like him being like a what we call a polite fuck boy and right. all of that stuff. Yes. I I like seeing that on screen also because it kind of like a lot of men think that they're nice guys and mm-hmm. it's like, no, the fuck you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like seeing that and men seeing that. Yeah. And then like Lawrence does make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Like seeing him on screen was like, oh, he's back. He's yes, cute. it felt good. He has this great smile, yeah. broad shoulders. And you know, I love me some broad shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed it. I enjoy Lawrence. Yeah. Especially if we're going to deal with a nice um, fuck boy, it's important that they be attractive. Yeah. You know? Word. That's the other thing. Is so many garbage dudes in real life Gosh. and nice and fuck boys in real stink. life. They fucking smell. They're ugly. They're fucking, they don't brush their fucking teeth. Yeah. This guy, he and looks like he takes care of himself. It's nice. It's you know, nice. He gets chlamydia and gets scared. Okay? Hey, Motherfuckers get chlamydia and be partners. like, yes. They be like, oh, it ain't no I'll, thing. I'll just, you know. You know, I'll just take these pills. Be yeah. on my way. Yeah. You know? So I, I think we still, we still need Lawrence. I think. I think That's so That's my too. opinion. I do too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. So I have a moment in black hair. Okay, great. Yes! All right, moment in black hair. Yes, we haven't done one of these in a while. No, we haven't. I'm excited about it. Me too. So there is a black woman in Georgia named Quilla Bohannon, and she is a single black mom 
who is making free wigs for children who experience hair loss. And that mm-hmm. could be through cancer, that could be from alopecia, any number of reasons. But she will make them a high quality human hair wig for free. And they look good. They look fucking they look amazing. Good. Yeah. She says she always wanted to do, um, she's a hairstylist and she makes wigs. And she always wanted to do that for kids. Her daughter saw her making a wig one day and asked, oh, could you do this for kids? I imagine the way it was framed in the article, I imagine her daughter had seen children yeah. who had experienced hair loss mm-hmm. and thought it would be cool for them to have this experience. So she started making these wigs and what, she's been doing lately is allowing the parents and children to pick what style they want Mm -hmm. and i think what's so cool is that a lot of the the styles are for the most part black centric right so they're cornrows they're braided updos there's like you have the little braids in the front and hair down the back Mm. it's a lot of like black girl stuff and i think that um as somebody who has not experienced hair loss um, or is familiar, I would say, with children yeah. who experience that. When I see kids in wigs, oftentimes I feel like I'm looking at a kid in like a grandma wig yeah. or something yeah. because wigs can be expensive, mm-hmm. especially if you're not. I feel like we have experience. We could we could probably go and get a lace front from one to five and like cut it to fit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? A kid maybe yeah, or whatever. But, but there are people who are not well versed in that. It's a whole it's a whole thing. And a lot of these wigs are not made child size. Yeah. So she did a GoFundMe and she exceeded the amount that she needed because she really wants to make it so that these wigs are free. A lot mm-hmm. of the nonprofit organizations that provide hair for children still charge for the hair. So yeah. it could be over $1,000 for human hair wig. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is providing these wigs for kids for free. So the GoFundMe is still up. She was able to raise um, $20,000. And so this That's covers, dope. yeah, so this covers the cost of the hair, labor, yeah. and making the wig and connecting and donating the wig to a a child and you can also if you because the the gofundme is still open because this is like an ongoing thing and she wants to be able to continue to provide these wigs for free so you can donate money there we'll put the link to that in the show notes you can also if you want to send her non-monetary donations Mm -hmm. like if you want to send packs of hair like i have a bunch of packs of hair in the house none of them are human hair because i'm very um, very cheap i have a whole like box of i have boxes actually of hair at the crib that um, i personally think synthetic hair is better for curls right so that's why I didn't really have synthetic yes. hair. Yes. Yeah. The point of this is that we have no hair to give. But if you have <laughs> hair, if you have high quality human hair to give, you can send it to Unway Hair by Quilla. That's P.O. Box 90, Lithia Springs, Georgia 30122. And I'll put that address in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. And you can follow her on Instagram at Runway Hair underscore. So that is all of Quilla's information. I think this is fucking awesome. The styles are great. And I think that I noticed that a lot of adult women who experience cancer, yeah. a lot of them have been able to find empowerment and feel comfortable with walking around with their bald head and stuff. I just feel like the game is a little different, different for children. For, yeah, for, and yeah, it's nice totally. for kids to have this option of having something that still makes them look like a little girl mm-hmm. instead of like a grown ass adult wig that somebody picked up, yeah. you know, just to try and hold them over. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so be sure if you if we you don't wanna, want the little girls looking like Bertha. They don't you know, need to like, look you like know the Bertha. church wigs. Yeah, ain't right. I know. I'm you familiar. don't need them looking like a Supreme. She's yeah. seven. <laughs> <laughs> she's 
it's not right it's not right um so yeah so check out runway hair underscore and if you want to refer somebody mm-hmm. to that i think you can probably do that like through the instagram yeah or some shit but probably. all the info is in our show notes mm-hmm. so please mm-hmm. pay black women and support quilla bohannon yes all right so jay you ready to get into news that's not news let's do some news that's not news in a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon, Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not news. Um, so, Jay, do you want to tell our listeners what News That's Not News is? Yes, News That's Not News is a segment where we highlight stories that the mainstream media is not talking about perhaps as much as we would like them mm-hmm. to talk about mm-hmm. um, or are not discussing these things in ways that we would discuss them. So, this is News That's Not News. Yes. So, this News That's Not News story I came across on Twitter and I like bookmarked it and then I revisited it. Like I Googled and got some articles. So I got this article on NBCnews.com and this is the headline. A million Muslims are held in detention camps that China now portrays as humane. For decades, criticism of Beijing's heavy-handed rule in its western region was met with silence, but now Chinese leaders have decided to defend it. Basically, there have been detention camps in this part of China, in the Xinjiang region of China. For decades, they have had detention camps where they detain um, Muslims, mostly for minor offenses. So, so these are some of the offenses that they have detained Muslim people for in that region of China. Abstaining from alcohol and cigarettes, having too many children, owning tents or a compass, Owning a tent or a compass. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awkward. Refusing to let officials to take retinal scans or a DNA sample. Giving a deceased relative a traditional Muslim burial instead of a cremation. For traveling aboard, because you know, lots of a part of being a Muslim is making high, so you have to go to Mecca. Or just having spoken with someone who has traveled aboard. So these wow. are some of the offenses of which they are detaining um, Muslim people. And, and they have them in a specific d- detention? Like this is the Muslim detention? Yeah. So this has actually been going on for decades. And this recently the UN is kind of like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. So now China is trying to kind of defend why they do this. So they don't call them detention centers anymore. They call them vocational educating and training programs. Yes. What? Yes. This quote is from NBC News, but they got this from Global Times. Okay. Um, a, and that's a pro-government daily newspaper that often publishes nationalistic viewpoints. And they praise this center and they say it is, it's not brainwashing. It's just helping them be more committed to the nationalism of China mm. and basically what China is supposed to look like. And we Mm-mm. teach them Chinese and we teach them the law and like all of this stuff. So it's basically like ethnic cleansing. Yeah that's going on there and china thinks it's fine and they think everyone else need to mind their business <laughs> <laughs> which is like absurd yikes and wait are we still in the U- in the un under trump did he pull us out the un yeah the, i don't know honestly i don't know what the un does like everyone well, the always... UN is supposed to do stuff like this the way that i acknowledge the un I, the, the as far as how i think it goes is that they are supposed to like 
like stuff like this they're supposed to help check shit like this you know what i'm saying like oh you're doing this over there in your country that's actually inhumane yeah and not cool so people who are in the un countries that are in the un have like agreed to participate in this kind of checks and balances system mm-hmm. sometimes they're actually effective in the un looking at countries and being like nah i don't do that other times it's just like lip yeah. service like with anything yeah well so i don't know if we're still in that shit china is like yo my business Mm-hmm. like this is what we're doing um there is no resolve to this this is just something i just wanted to bring to light because i had no idea this was happening yeah especially me being muslim it's just like what the fuck right um and then i think that people generally don't focus on a lot of the racism that comes from asian countries mm-hmm. and what they like to call as purism keep you know keeping the country pure and yeah. this is just nationalism like they kind of use language like that to deter you from like nah motherfucker this is ethnic cleansing mm-hmm. like you know crazy shit like that like mm-hmm. how does someone leave to go to hajj which is a religious practice and then they come back and then now they're in a fucking vocational um That's wild <laughs> fucking center and then they try to set it like no they're comfortable they have air-conditioned dorms dorms <laughs> they get they eat three meals a day oh, wow. how do you detain someone because they are abstaining from alcohol and cigarettes mm. I don't I don't know, but it's really disheartening to find this out and see that this has been going on to, for decades and it's like now the UN is kind of like, hey, what the fuck is happening over there? Mm-hmm. Um, people are just now saying that. So China is for the first time trying to defend it. Mm-hmm. So this is some of the conversations that's coming out of all of that. Well, that's a nightmare. A f- crazy nightmare. Well, while we're here talking about nightmares, I guess vote. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> what the fuck yo? Well, yeah. what the fuck yes. um so we know that like a lot of people uh i would say you know white people do crazy shit but people of color i'm gonna speak to us mm-hmm. we have often felt disfranchised in the voting process because it seems a lot like our vote does not fucking matter because mm-hmm. there are times when it doesn't for example uh Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Yeah. Like, she got the most votes in the country, and mm-hmm. that shit doesn't matter because of the Electoral College. That's currently the process. Niggas are trying to revolutionize and change how that it happens. happens. Yeah. In the meantime, it would probably be nice if we all fucking voted. Um, especially, like, we have midterm elections coming up. Yeah, we pl- need yeah, to vote, vote people out of office. Yeah. Like, we need to do that. A simple Google will tell you who's running in your district. A simple Google will tell you what your fucking district is. Yeah. So please vote. And then those, like for the midterm elections, like usually you're voting people out who have been sitting in them seats for like years, mm-hmm. some decades. Right. So like you can really, really make change. Like right. we, we we visibly see the president change every four to eight years. But yeah. when it comes to like a lot of Senate seats and stuff like that, we don't, the turnover isn't, like that mm-hmm. um so it's really important to per- for vote for midterm elections and generally yeah. people don't vote as much for midterm elections like just make sure you get out there and do that shit not to mention in terms of like stats and shit mm-hmm. like even if your candidate doesn't become elected like they pay attention to those stats yeah people say oh there's a rise in voting in this demographic when the next motherfucker is running they will say okay this many people of color voted within this i have to pay attention to their issues yes and so that shit is important we're we're living this is this trump shit this is a living fucking nightmare yeah it is and it doesn't help that 
those who are up for elections during the midterms and shit like that, like the ones in office right now are often supporting his agenda. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, so vote. I'm not one of those people like, and I think we've talked about this before. If you've been with us for a long time, I really do believe that our ancestors who, um, fought for our right to vote, I believe they fought for our right to decide, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, mm-hmm. I have the right to vote. That doesn't mean that I have to vote, but yeah. I have the right to do it and I can decide what exactly. I want to do with this. Mm-hmm. However, niggas, like, this is bad. This is the thing, though, that when people, this is bad. When, people when people talk about voting, people aren't, and especially Jay and I, aren't saying that like that is the only way. Right. There is a, there are many, there's a multitude right. of ways of which we can get closer to liberation. Mm-hmm. We're just saying, please vote. Please vote. Also. Do this one, too. Yeah. You please know? vote. There's, especially, let's not pretend that all of us are active in other ways yeah because you're not niggas, maybe the only way you can be active is by fucking voting yeah so do it just do that shit please if you still have the right to vote if because. you still have the right to vote still on um, this fuck shit yeah please do that it's also one of the voting in midterm elections is also a good way to help you stay on like keep your shit active yeah because my shit disappeared once yeah that happened to me once too mm-hmm. i didn't vote in a midterm election and they were like oh you're not registered anymore I'm yeah like, what, what? Are you, what are you talking about and this was years ago mm-hmm. so that i would say yeah too. it helps to keep that shit active so that they know at least that you're paying attention yeah like you will show up like what the fuck are you talking about i'm mm-hmm. not eligible so like yeah please vote vote yeah vote yeah november 6th vote then please thank you vote or die <laughs> remember that <laughs> vote or literally fucking die but they kill you whether you vote or not yo. exactly it that's what i was black like people either way didn't so didn't know what he was talking about he didn't it won't, that was his first time voting too right it won't keep you alive <laughs> that's not what we're saying we're just saying that we need you to vote okay we need you to fucking vote yes let's take a break i need water <laughs> okay money 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 <laughs> money do you know what this year is um what's this year well it's 2018 but do you know what 2018 is all about what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women year. your money yes give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so, so how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week every week Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TWSQueenandJ.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two! Two! You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. And we're black! All the time. All right. Yes. So, can you tell the people what pay black women is? Give me your fucking money! 
pay black women is a segment where we tell you to pay black women or indigenous women um it can be in black women or indigenous women-led business organization or just a black and indigenous woman who needs your fucking money right so that is what this legit be somebody who's like hey i need to pay school fees you know no. this is my patreon this is my paypal yeah or i need to pay off this um school lunch bill this is my paypal whatever so Mm -hmm. it could could legit be that yeah okay first before we even get into that yo i wanted to give a libation to everybody who commented on social media you had a post about supporting black business yes and we asked everybody to tag their favorite black owned business y'all went the fuck in yeah y'all showed up i'm like i didn't even know these people followed us on social media (laughs) who are these people y'all um so we appreciate that and it was a great opportunity for us to support one another. You know, we like that Kwanzaa shit. Mm-hmm. So that was good Kwanzaa vibes and energy. So thanks to everybody who did that. Mm-hmm. If you have a paid black woman um, or an indigenous woman who you would like us to give our money to or mm-hmm. our listeners to give their money to, please hit us up in the T-mail at twithqueenandj at gmail.com. Yes. You can also tag us and stuff on social media. I just find it to be a little bit more... Um, like streamlined when you send it to our email so yeah yeah, please do that so this week we have the website house of elisas.com and that's house spelled house i don't know how to house house. (laughs) (laughs) it's h-a-u-s right okay so it's h-a-u-s stop doing french stuff to english (laughs) Listen, do you, boo? Okay, do you. The website is H A U S O F E L L E E Z U S dot com, and I will put the link to that in our show notes. So the artist is Danielle. I'm unsure of how to pronounce the last name. I think it's Elise. I'm not sure, but it's spelled E L Y S. E with the accent over it, E. Danielle describes themselves as a professional subway rider. Mira rapper and Spike Lee stan. Danielle uses her authenticity, passion, and vision to fuse hip-hop elements and traditional design. Born and raised in Harlem, New York, Danielle is currently working on her BFA in graphic design with hopes of entering the entertainment industry. Influenced by artists like Tupac and Titus Kafar, she is working to celebrate Black culture and show how Black lives matter in art. So I checked out Danielle's shop and she's got all type of dope prints that you can get put on like mugs and shit. She sells posters. She does this really cool thing with fists. There's like a whole, there's a few graphics that feature black and brown fists in the air. Uh-huh. So that's super cool. You can get them put on bags and clocks. You get greeting cards and calendars and shit. And then other works of art. She has one on gentrification. It says, I want my bacon, egg and cheese and gentrification. So that's cool. That one is called. Save oh, Blue and Bo- I was like, and right. No, and E&D <laughs> gentrification. And that one is called Save Bodegas. Mm-hmm. So a lot of cool work. This is stuff that I would put up in my house. I'm particularly partial to that thing with yeah, um, the fist. Yeah, I like that shit a lot. So check that out. We're going to leave the link to her shop in the show notes and support Danielle pay that black woman that's right oh and you can follow her on instagram at elisa's okay that's it all right thanks jane yes are you ready to get into the pit i am ready to get into the pit everybody strap in i'm about to open some fucking windows the new triple x has got to be more dangerous deadlier more attitude who the fuck is this asshole say what again say what again i dare you i double dare you motherfucker say what one more goddamn time so the pit jay can you tell our listeners what is the pit 
and why we do this shit. Sure can. The pit is when we put people, places, and things who are trying to ruin and destroy our black ass, yes, black joy. Yes. Um. Sometimes it's something serious. Sometimes it's not. And you stay in there either way. Either way. That's right. Either Someone asked about that. Either or. You cannot get out the pit. Mm. Rod. Oh my goodness. Okay. So targeted. <laughs> I mean, you could probably just leave. We don't really keep it. We don't control that place. That place. The yeah. only person who has to stay down there is Dom. It's Dom Lemon. Dom Lemon. Yes. That's it. All right. You have a pit this week? Yes. So I have a pit, but I want to um, preface it with some backstory. Okay. Jay and I have been doing this podcast for what? Five years? Uh, it will be five years in like February or something. Yes. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. been a long time coming and a lot of work. It's uh, been a long time. I don't know. Sorry. Long time coming. I just picture you spinning and around, spinning around or floating like Spike Lee likes to do when yes. he plays that song thank you, thank in movies. You. That's what I wanted you to see. Yeah. That's the visual I was trying to sell. <laughs> so it's been a long time that we've been doing it's this. It's been 84 years. Sorry. <laughs> You're fucking annoying. <laughs> Kiki, you want to be my host? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's been a long time we've been doing this, and um, like I we said earlier in the show that we were like with our podcast sisters mm. and kind of like podcast venting, and it made me think about all of the fucked up shit that has happened to us mm. on this journey, mm-hmm. and um, because we're black women, we know this is why these things has happened to us. Yeah. So I wanted to throw in the pit. I see a network for fucking with us for the past couple of months because it's fucking ridiculous. Are you referring to the Indie Creative Network? Yes, the motherfuckers, right? Okay. So Word on the block is that they are closing closed down studios after two successful years of any, look, being a success. I don't give a fuck what they doing. All I know is that they fucked with us. Okay. So now they're in the bed. Okay. Right. Which also, we've never done this before. Usually, bad things happen to us and we just be like... Well, like we'll just most, never fuck with them again. Yeah, but know? like, but that's like most black women when it comes to interacting with the world. It's just like, all right, I survived it. I was able to come go over here and do this. Right. Uh, we don't really air out the people who fuck us over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of makes it keep happening. So like if we think about, in particular, like if you think about the Me Too movement, it's always helpful when you hear one person say it. Or if you right. think about what's going on right now with Afropunk, one person says something and now now everyone's talking about the mistreatment that yeah. they've had from that organization. So for me, it was very important to voice what this stuff has happened to you and I. Okay. One, to warn other people. And two, because we were endorsing this space. We were shouting them out on every episode. Mm-hmm. We were telling people to consume their stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell people to consume their stuff and we fuck with them and then not tell them when I don't fuck with them and why right. I don't fuck with them. Right. You know, so for me, it was important to say those things mm-hmm. too because yes it's, it's important yeah. um, especially in podcasting this is a very new business and we know of women in the quotation entertainment business who have stayed silent forever yeah. and years a lot of us do because we also don't want to be branded as difficult hard to work with divas and we're branded bitches. that way anyway you and i so that's yeah. why we were just like well mostly me was just like fuck it i'm just gonna say it yeah. on the show we're the podcast bitches yeah so we might as well lean into it since we're talking about old shit remember that time we was at bonfire yes and one of our lovely amazing guests sent us a package there because we were told we could get packages there yeah and our lovely amazing guests thought we were still there and at minimum we all live in the same city they sent us like a large package yeah and instead of someone at bonfire saying hey 
I know you guys are not here anymore. Please let your listeners know no, you're not here. You got a package. You know, I'll leave it here. Or you can, pick it, can you pick it up or whatever the fuck. They send it back to the sender. They don't know how much that person spent on packaging or no nope. shit like that. It's supposed to be, we all community. Mm-hmm. We didn't have no beef. I didn't, I didn't realize that we had beef with them yeah. um, until that happened. So yeah, exactly. anyway, since we're talking about old shit. Yeah, I was going to bring and, you, that um. That, I was gonna bring that up too. Yeah, that was that. That to me is that like ended, that ended sour for us also. Right. And which again, honestly, it was sour, but I didn't think it was beef. But you start you fucking with my listeners now. Mm-hmm. Somebody somebody spent money to send a package somewhere where you you said that we could have packages sent. sent? And you could have just texted. You couldn't us? like you you Facebook know us. Facebook inbox us. You know us. Nothing to say. Hey, a package came. You know through. us, and I would never do your stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, I never forgot about it, and it wasn't my intention really ever to talk about it. But uh, we talking about old shit today. I'm so talking. To, I'm talking about it. Let's do so, it. So so when it comes to directly when it comes to what I see, and we got to a point where I know for me, especially where I felt gaslit all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Jay was actually more vocal with going back and forth for ICN because I just don't have the capacity to do that. Like, I just want to fight you and fuck up your studio. And then now I'm in bookings. So, yeah. So, like, there'll be, we do a podcast, right? Our brand is giving content to our listeners via audio. So that means our audio Mm -hmm. should sound fucking good. Right? So when stuff would mess up, if Jay would hear something in the background, if um, we would like stop recording because we could hear, because the studio was like a DIY kind of studio, which is fine. We didn't give a fuck. We knew what we were getting ourselves into. So like if Jay would stop recording or would say, let's stop because I don't know, we could hear the bathroom mm-hmm. being flushed upstairs and shit like that. It was always kind of like, Ugh, type of stuff. And it's like, that is important for the show like why are you making us feel like we're being a bother because we want quality audio or when we requested for icn to only have a certain engineer because that certain engineer knew the quality that we needed for our show one was an engineer and the other wasn't an amazing intern Mm -hmm. but an intern nonetheless yeah um who was still learning how to do what needed to be done yeah which is fine there were times when that would not have people learning on our show which is what i was gonna say yeah. yeah there were times when that would jeopardize the quality of our show mm-hmm. so stuff like that or this amazing intern that you brought up was injured i'm not gonna say like what happened because that is his seriously his injured seriously injured and we requested not to have him why we have a show about not marginalizing people not about, abusing people, about abusing people about not taking advantage of people. people so we requested to not have him engineer our show because this person only had one function in hand and was not ready to come back no and be there because something traumatic happened. working for free for free and late because me and jay record late mm-hmm. right so we asked because we cared about the quality of that person's life and we come to the studio and who the fuck is there the wonderful intern that we asked to not have at our session Mm -hmm. so now you're fucking with not just our recording but you're also fucking with our integrity and what we stand for in this show Mm -hmm. t with cleaning j doesn't do shit like that so now it's gonna look like we don't do labor abuse and we don't do that that shit that's not that's not what we do Mm -hmm. um so now you're like fucking with the integrity of our show which Mm -hmm. is like that for me when it was just like nah i can't i can't fucking do this Mm -hmm. there's my list yeah there's a list here 
<laughs> I, I watched it being written. It gave me a stomachache. I still, so, still can't have one now. So there was that. Then Jay was gracious enough to hook Icy in up with this intern program. What was that? It was an intern program that shall not be named, but <laughs> I regret the whole thing. Yeah. So she like you know in the name of community because you know you know Jay is a community ass bitch. She mm-hmm. wants to see everybody win, especially when it comes to the black and brown kids. She wants to give them the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So Jay hooked them up with this high school internship program to which they did nothing with. Um, the kids didn't learn anything. There was no order. And Jay's name is on this. And no one gave a fuck. Like, I can't even. <laughs> I really can't. And no one gave a fuck. And, and, when, honestly, and when every time Jay would try to address, like, what are, these, what are these interns doing? Who is in charge of this? Why and, do they not understand and, this? Why do they right. not that? And I'm People not, were looking at Jay as if she was starting like I was shit. Being a problem. And honestly, I'm, I'm not, like, just my personality, I try not to ask questions without solutions, right? Yeah. So I would usually say, okay, so I'm, this is what I'm noticing. This is what I think needs to happen in order to, like, fix this. this yeah. These are my suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say also the thing with the interns is that you think that you're working with a certain, like, I guess, level of, like, quality of like skilled person yeah so they're like things you know you think sometimes you you put something together and you know everything is not going to be 100 mm-hmm. percent. it's not going to be 100 percent organized it's going to be things that fall through, through the cracks yeah. and i think for me my issue was the the types of things that fell through the cracks yeah. it was like this is not something i ever thought that i would have to think about being a problem because this is so like common sense yeah kinda. these are interns give them something to, to do, do. These are interns. Give them a proper time to be here. This is a job. This yeah. Is, it was really um, disappointing and kind of a mess. And I would say very early on, I like regretted it. And certain stuff, it's like there's certain people, even friends, family or whatever, you know who you can do what with. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, this, I just can never do something like this with them ever again. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I never, I didn't think that the whole relationship was a wash, but just kind of seeing the way that they kind of interacted with the intern and like just it was like a bunch of different stuff and it was like what what is really happening here yeah what's what's what is this like are you doing things like period you know it's just just really strange and for us it was we learned from our experience with bonfire and how that ended so when we start new relationships to sit down and Mm -hmm. let everyone know our standards what our expectations are and what theirs are. So right. it could all be out on the table and there's no like fucking miscommunications mm-hmm. from the beginning or there's no misunderstandings from the beginning. So Jay and I took the time to meet um, with Wise who owns ICN to sit with him. And say, and this s- is how long it takes us to record, record an episode. Yep. This is how much time we need. This is what we do during that time. Yeah, we, we prep at the studio because we work nine to fives and it's just, you know, we don't have the time. But like we... All of that stuff. And we pay for that time. And like we pay, all, yes. All, all type ex- of, this, this, is what, this is who we are. Mm-hmm. This is what we require. This is what we expect. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Are you comfortable with these things? Yeah. And those are not like, those are not like demands. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those are like, this is this is what we, we, how was, we see. It was, it was this like is an interview we, process. Sure. It's like, kinda. this is how we see this relationship. Is Are these things that you're comfortable with? Mm-hmm. What can you do? What can't, can't you, you do? do? And how can we, you know, make this work together mm-hmm. or decide that this won't work for us? Mm-hmm. And the person who we had this conversation with we didn't really end up working with and that person also didn't share any of the That's- information that we discussed with their staff. Yeah. So their the staff's expectations and our expectations were totally, totally different. different. 
terms would change without any formal conversation. Yeah. They would send a, like a random email changing all terms and yeah. then not like formally address it with us. Mm-hmm. It was just really, um, it was just not cool in a lot of ways. And like, uh, we like like for us, by us type shit. And so again we're not looking for we're not looking for small businesses to run like major corporations we're not that's not what we're looking for but like communication is nice honesty is nice yeah. integrity is nice yeah communication that, you know? that was like the biggest thing for us so communication yeah. was horrible it mm-hmm. was like being in a relationship with a fuck boy yeah like the whole it was like it started out great like oh this mm-hmm. is cool oh okay and then we were treated so badly at our other studio mm-hmm. that anything nice you did felt good to us yeah. <laughs> you know so mm-hmm. like maybe we were being fucked up early on and we didn't even know mm-hmm. you know what i mean oh there was a time where this is i don't know listeners i don't know if you remember that day when we came out on a wednesday instead of a tuesday as everyone knows we record uh, some of my monday episodes we do all-nighters so we record it and edit it same night put it out so you have your show on tuesday so we have our show on tuesday and we've been doing this at that point for close to a year and like we said we said this in the beginning when we talked about our terms this is a conversation that we had that there are some mondays where that that is what it's going to be like yeah that's fine that's fine okay great um so there's one particular time we usually have the intern he engineers or listens to us or whatever he sends it to um the staff member Brandon who mixes it or whatever and then sends it back to us so we could do our edits. That usually happens by what time would you say? I would say maybe the whole process takes an hour from the time that we finished recording. Okay. We didn't get our recording back to two AM. It was after two AM because we, we were in our Ubers going home because we literally were sitting in our studio. We sat for two hours with waiting nothing. for mm-hmm. our recordings. Mm-hmm. Um the person, the engineer, Brandon, didn't fall asleep because he sent us our intro or outro like one piece of the mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. and then we didn't hear from him again for like two hours mm-hmm. then when we were on our way going home that's when we got the recordings we were already on our way home because mm-hmm. we had to fucking go to work we've yet to hear an apology for that mm-hmm. we've yet to have anyone reach out to like nobody has ever nothing. said no one has brought it nobody up nobody said my bad we saw brandon after that mm-hmm. didn't say anything didn't apologize didn't enough like nothing mm-hmm nothing Mm -hmm. that's not how you do business that's not how you treat people who are like paying you for a service Mm -hmm. there was lots of times where i didn't feel like a customer i felt like i was like a fucking parasite that was like fucking annoying to them and that's not what i signed up for and that's Mm -hmm. not how you fucking treat me and then when we speak up to you not treating me in this way we're the fucking problem Mm -hmm. we're the podcast bitches again and it's it's like it's fucking ridiculous and we know that we're being gaslit in that way because we're black women and Mm -hmm. it's like nah i'm not with that shit so that's why i'm like nah i have to throw them in the pit because there's no way that i'm gonna let you there's no way that i'm on this show and i talk about this mistreatment um all the time and we do talk about when we run into black men who do these kinds yeah, of things to us these are this. things so like we we talk about them but we've never for the most part we don't ever name names yeah. when things like this mm-hmm. happen to us because it's just it's just not something that we do and then there is a stigma attached to that but also we move on from that shit yeah you know what i'm saying and it's it's something that we move on from and it's whatever mm-hmm. but it does get to a point where it's like all right yeah this is this like, is tired enough is enough mm-hmm. and what's that quote Nora Zora Neale Hurston says if you don't if you're silent about your pain something 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 they'll say you liked it yeah some shit like that and like like 
that's verbatim like i don't remember exact yeah but yes so i'm not being silent about the fucking pain and you're not gonna act like that shit was nice and easy Mm -hmm. and you they're not gonna run around saying whatever you have to say about TV Queen and Jay mm-hmm. and then not be noted what our experience was and what you put us through towards the tail end of our relationship right. with ISN. Like, how do you? They emailed us two weeks before the end of the month to say the studio is closing down, no more ICN. Like, you don't even give us the space to like fucking find somewhere else to go. Oh, no, no, no. They said if you need help finding a, a space, let us know which honestly if you about community if i do some shit like that and people who fuck with me know you would have had the list in the email yeah. i would have said oh here's a list of different places where you could go i'm yeah. supposed to go to you now after you've been a shitty communicator for, for a year for a whole year and ask you for something now this is no because that that wasn't the intention of that you just Mm-mm. wanted to tell me you... the studio was closing where honestly based on this relationship i don't even know if the studio's really closed or I don't if you just don't want to work with us no more and you d- didn't have what it requires to communicate with me and say we don't want to work, work with you, you anymore. anymore but yeah it's just really tired and sad and disappointing and it's upsetting when so like this and this is something that we never say but these are the things that people say when they're like see black businesses they don't do this and mm-hmm. they don't do that and da, 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 da. it's not black businesses it's not it's people who are whack yeah. and it's, it's important I, the, in that regard because really honestly this conversation makes me uncomfortable yeah because i could see yeah i'm i'm totally fine with having it because this is real life mm-hmm. and this is our truth or whatever but it does make me uncomfortable because it's unfortunate it wasn't a bad like experience like because it was a black business it was a bad experience because these people are well didn't do shit right right and didn't treat us right it had nothing to do with the fact that it was a black business and we say all the time that you can be a black person and still be harmful and still be um hindering someone's um production Mm -hmm. or productivity Mm -hmm. like and that's what this is that's just the case of that and me personally i wouldn't want anyone who I wouldn't want anyone to go to them thinking like T Quinn and Jay was there. True that. And True that. they didn't tell me blah blah blah. And then go there and have to go through that. Like, yeah. nah, I couldn't that's that, that won't downflower me. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. I hear you, yo. Lots of whack things. Don't work with whack establishments. Yeah, um, I think that the lesson is as soon as you feel that it is becoming like toxic mm-hmm. like just start making your exit plan yeah because it's only gonna get worse yeah because it only got worse yeah no i don't know it was really whack it does yeah. it does still make me sick because you really like we are about like community building and shit like that yeah like jay will text and like try to like set something early or like you know just like you mm-hmm. will communicate you will communicate more yeah and we will not get a reply for like four or five days yeah that's not or, that's or, not how you do or, or at all or ever at all sometimes. yeah yeah it's weird i don't really get it but i also don't like when people like to waste my time and yeah, i, I, don't I like also i felt like there was a thing with like they really enjoyed like wasting my time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying just lots of fucking yeah calling meetings and you will go and it's like oh i couldn't go you know like this just weird 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 shit yeah. Weird, weird shit that I've never experienced, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that's the pit. They're in it. The whole fucking network. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That is not how you treat people. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like, stand by your bullshit. We're mm-hmm. not perfect either. If you said something and you were real about whatever your issue was with us, if there was one, we would have addressed it and worked through it. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't work as fuckboys. That's not mm-hmm. how we operate. Okay, so that's another thing, I guess. So... 
and this is this is I think specific to black women. Mm-hmm. We are both black women, so yeah. I'm talking from that perspective. But mm-hmm. like in both of these ex- studio experiences that we had, yeah. nobody would nobody would ever say, say to any- us, "Hey, yeah." We're having some concerns. This is what this is what we need from you guys. Hey, hey, we're thinking of changing this. Yeah. Hey, we'd actually like to charge a little bit more for this. Yeah. Hey, can we change our schedule or did it? Nobody ever comes to Queen and Jay and says, "Hey guys, this is this is what I was thinking. This is what we want to yeah, change." Or, or, and we come into everything saying that we like communication and shit like mm-hmm. that. So nobody ever does that shit. They just start doing passive aggressive shit to bullshit. fuck with us. Yeah. And I think that part of that is because. I think that people are intimidated by us. We make people uncomfortable mm-hmm. because we look motherfuckers in the eyes. Yeah. Because we don't laugh at stupid fucking jokes. Yeah. And because we're whole ass people. And we don't we don't bow our heads and shrink and shrug our shoulders or whatever because people think that black women are divas and bitches. We just live in our whole ass selves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that as a black woman, I get tired of people deciding that I'm too intimidating for yeah. them to be straightforward mm-hmm. with. That's not my problem. It's you decide not. to engage in a business relationship with me because of whatever you thought you could get out of it, for whatever the reason is. And if you can't handle hard conversations, get the fuck out the business. Yeah. Like, that's just is what it is. Yeah. Like, if you can't handle that, we're not going to be the only person you come across with that shit if you really want to do this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, get the. this is not for you. Pack it up. Go. You know what else I noticed, though, honestly? And I think that when it comes to uh, when it comes to women and I'm going to speak like as a black feminist, as a womanist, because I don't don't know what white women do. But when it comes to black women who are active in their who are active in their womanism and feminism and who have made the decision to stand up straight and to look people in the eye and Mm -hmm. to say what they need and to speak up for themselves and things like that. Something that I notice I feel like we communicate in a certain way, which is just like people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I have noticed that men, like within white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, right, which is the world that we live in, there are things that men have trouble saying to each other. Yeah. Like yeah. People, people are scared. Mm-hmm. People are scared. And I feel like black women are oftentimes the only people who speak up. We got to fucking do everything. Mm-hmm. If something is not working, I got to be the one to pull somebody aside and say, hey, this is not working. Mm-hmm. What do you think? When somebody wrongs me, which has happened before, yeah. somebody wrongs me or whatever, and I know now they've wronged me, I've moved past it, but now I'm going to see this motherfucker. Even though they wronged me, I, I have come- to be the one to say, hey, let's have lunch and talk about this. Yeah. Even though you wronged me over a year mm-hmm. ago, and you should be calling me to say, hey, let's have lunch. Yeah. We have to do all the fucking labor. And so it's just, I just want everybody to like step up, mm-hmm. communicate. Don't leave everything on the black woman that you're working with yeah. to say something about, to do something about. I don't know. It's interesting. But I've noticed this with it's, men. Yeah, it's I've always, it's it always our responsibility to be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. But men, they do this with each other too. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they don't communicate with anyone. No. They don't communicate with anyone. No. And no one communicates with black women. You know what I'm saying? They just yell at sports and rap and shit. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's tired. It's tired. And I would like for other people to like engage in the labor. If mm-hmm. you engage in a business relationship yes. with somebody, yes. do some of the heavy lifting, yo. Yeah, don't it's... send me no passive aggressive generic ass emails when you know that we have a 
for us by us we know each other relationship mm -hmm. within this business yeah. like treat it as such it's very weird for a good relationship to work both people have to actively be making the relationship work right it's not for just the women to do yeah. you know using your example like it's not just for one person to do mm -hmm. all of that weight should not be on one person yeah. and this has happened when working with with like black women too we've worked with black women yes who treated us like yep. we, we had a lot of fucking nerve yeah you know what i'm saying how dare you how dare you want Expect good audio things. quality how dare you want like you know how dare you have any expectations mm -hmm. who, who the fuck are you just take what you can get bitch that's what i do yeah all right i'm done <laughs> okay so oh my <sighs> gosh i think we did a show we did do a show sorry i'm still recovering from this dialogue okay breathe it in breathe it out relax relate release hey again <laughs> okay um yes yeah, so be sure to follow us on all the social medias at t with qj on twitter and instagram yes. we are t with queen and j on facebook and tumblr mm -hmm. you can send us your t-mail at t with queen and j at gmail.com be sure to check out our website t with queen and j dot com also, don't forget to come out to our live December show. December 10th. That's right. Monday, December 10th. After work hours, it's going to be like 6-ish, 7-ish. Make sure that you have the time free. Yo. We want to see you there. We would love to see you there. Yes, please come through. What else? What else do you have going on? Anything else? Um, no, that's it. Your birthday is December. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My cash app as a good as a good uh, black Twitter woman. My cash app is in my Twitter bio. Please hit the cash app. You can start now. It's fine. I was recently laid off. Um, if you want to send money to the show, though, please hit the show's PayPal. And we gave you all that information. Mm -hmm. But you, if you want to give Jay money, yes. then send hit it up to that the cash app. app get, a, get a sign for her birthday. Kwanzaa's coming. Kwanzaa is coming. Mm -hmm. You know we fucks with the Kwanzaa. Yes. So we'd appreciate that. What else? Anything else? Um, no, that's it. Hashtag Hashtags. Black Lives Matter. Stop killing trans women. Say her name. Maybe he doesn't hit you. T with QJ. Podden. Yeah. Pods in color. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Hashtag Queer Walk. Hashtag Queer Walk Pod. Yeah. Hashtag Bag Ladies. Hashtag Unpack BG. Hashtag Inner Whole Uprising. Hashtag, hashtag Disability to White. Yep. Um, hashtag Sexually Liberated Woman. Mm-hmm hashtag why i stayed yup you okay sis yes yo you okay sis you okay sis? you know i was at did i tell this story i was at I new know. york comic-con and i was being street harassed and nobody you okay sis my friend Hello? now look I rem you told me the story and there was bitches around and ain't nobody say nothing or like try to like people who i know and they didn't even ask you if you was fucking okay i assumed that they didn't see what happened because naturally but they did if this person who i know who is a colleague they has did. seen me being street harassed and saw me have to curse out this person and have this exchange naturally they would say to me, you shut you your okay, black sis? bitch mouth right don't you expect no, people to care about no, you no no she just avoided me and acted like i wasn't there that's Gosh. fine i didn't want you to like jump in and curse him out with me even though you could have but i already know that's not just these she could just a ask simple, if you was okay later. are you okay no i just assumed she hadn't seen it but then she told somebody else the story because she saw what happened but anyway that's okay sis. So, yeah, don't you... worry if it happens to you and i'm there i would say you okay sis that's what i would do because mm -hmm. that's how i roll mm -hmm. anyway hashtag you okay sis <laughs> i did not expect to go sorry there. i'm still not over it. i'm not over it it might come oh, up again gosh. um hashtag you okay sis hashtag Black cosplayers rock. 
Um, you made that up? No. <laughs> oh, no. You didn't, didn't. tell short. Sorry, I didn't make it up. Okay. No, I was thinking about, we just came back from, um, we went to um, Inner Hall Uprising's Halloween party last yes. night. We had a great time. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool. good. Mm-hmm. Everybody was in awesome costumes. I think they messed cute. up my tab and charged me for just one drink. And I'm okay with that because I had three. <laughs> not only are you okay with it you're excited about it because I, I have already heard that story and you just wanted to tell everybody else yes so, I did that's fantastic good for you mm-hmm. good for you I had a good black ass time so yes. shout out to Inner Hole Uprising for that um, anything else did we say all our hashtags yeah we did let's get out of here this episode was created hosted and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with editorial support from Sam Riddell and engineering from Joss Perez aka at phase funk <laughs> peace out you're funny bye please forgive me for any sins in which i committed those i know of and those i don't know lord lord please forgive me for beating this bitch ass today lord lord please forgive me for thinking about beating her ass again lord please rebuke all these demons that's in this house lord i pray is that you, really lord. necessary well you better quit interrupting my prayers before god direct me to whoop your ass <laughs> <laughs>